that's a good way to sidestep it there, uh, Peppermint Patty, Little Red Lying Hood, Miss Pretend to be Press Secretary Psycho Jen Psaki. That's a great way to sidestep it and shift the blame to Republicans who were protesting decisions that were already made. By the way, the people that were being uh, protested against were not judges who had an imminent uh, ruling about ready to happen. So I thought that I would dig up the illegality of what in the heck is going on. Everybody needs to familiarize themselves with the following U.S. Code. And if there's anybody out there who feels like being a stenographer, right now would be a good time to put this U.S. Code in the chat threads, okay? 18 U.S. Code 1507. One more time. 18 U.S. Code 1507. I'd like to read it all that uh, off out for all the uh, for all the liberals and the ignorant that are out there that don't understand law. Whoever, with the intent of influencing any judge in the discharge of his duty, pickets or parades in or near a building or residence occupied or used by such judge shall be fined under this title or imprisoned. Let me read that a little bit faster for all of you uh, conservatives out there who actually have gray matter between your ears. 18 U.S. Code 1507, whoever with the intent of influencing any judge in the discharge of his duty, pickets or parades in or near a building or residence occupied or used by such judge shall be fined under this title or imprisoned. Sheriffs, attorneys general, attorney general, attorneys general, I should say, where are you? Why are you not enforcing this law? We literally have the baby killing squad trying to influence the decision of the highest judge in the land and we can't enforce 18 U.S. Code 1507 that specifically says that you are to be fined or imprisoned for any of it, much less much less saying burn it down and drawing coat hangers in the streets of these uh, uh, judges' uh, homes, outside of their homes, and threatening them and their families. But again, ladies and gentlemen, you ask why nothing is being done here, why nothing is being done there, why nothing is being done here and over here. Well, ladies and gentlemen, it's because the people that are in charge, whether they're Democrat, Republican, or Independent, are so dirty. They are so dirty, and they need to be dealt with. And if the people that we put in power do not deal with them, then the Constitution, not Jeremy Harrell, but the Constitution says that we are to remove these people from office because they are an enemy of the state. I didn't say that. The Constitution did. So maybe the FBI, in all of their illustrious uh, journeys out there to find uh, mama bears and papa bears and patriots and label them as terrorists, maybe they can pay a visit to the Constitution. Because the Constitution says we are to remove these people, and maybe while they're paying a visit to the Constitution, instead of knocking on the door of Jeremy Harrell, they might read the, uh, the, the law of the land and learn something. Amen? Folks, you're locked and loaded right here, live from America. God bless you for being here. I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. And I'm coming to you from the amazing Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire, and it is a blessing to be here. I would appreciate sharing until your fingers bleed, getting it out there. I want to show some gifts right now that I got in the mail. I love this. Now, do you guys remember those young... Uh, that, that, that family uh, and the young kids who made the, uh, the Jeep and the little wooden semi for me that carried the Jeep with the little wooden trailer. You guys remember that from back in the old studio? Well, Eric, Kristen, Chase, and Blake Donovan, I want to say thank you not only for the card, but for this. Today, I choose joy. Now, being that the theme of 2022 here on Live from America 
and our digital congregation is joy. This was a wonderful present. Thank you to the Donovan family. God bless you. I appreciate you guys still being here. We are the very few walking that narrow path. You know, I was thinking the other day, somebody said, where can I find the show on Roku? It's LFA TV. LFA TV. So I was thinking the other day, remember when we used to get 30,000 live viewers? Remember even back when we first went to Rumble, we'd have 8,000, 9,000 viewers? And I'm like, where'd those people go? Well, I did a lot of soul searching lately, and I've been talking to God lately, and I've been talking to some great people lately who, uh, who are helping me in this journey. And they said, remember, remember, you are on the very narrow path that very few follow. So don't worry about the quantity. Worry about the quality. You will never have millions and millions of people following you and the word of God and the truth on this path. Your path is not that. Your path is for the very, very few people who truly want to change their lives around and to become God-fearing, God-loving people. And those are the people that matter. And I said, you know what? Thank you. Thank you, God. Thank you for letting me know everything I already should have known. I also want to thank Donna Jones. Now, Donna Jones sent this beautiful card. She also sent me and my wife some beautiful flowers. I want to say thank you for that. But she also sent a coffee mug warmer. How cool is that? She must know me or something, huh? So God bless each and every one of you. Thank you. I also want to go in and, and thank some of the people who are donating on JeremyHerald.com because... You know, we never go back to, we never go to these people for thank yous, but a lot of these people have doubled their monthly donation lately because of the fact that we are so low on donorship right now. Joe Cooper, Stephanie Smith, Marcos Alvarez says, longtime listener, you give us a fighting chance with these facts. We can use them as ammo. Calm down, FBI, not real ammo. God bless you. Trisha Browning, Yolanda Carreri, uh, I think that's your last name. Karen Napier says, please help the peoplesconvoy.org if you can. They are in Waco, Nebraska. We talked about the People's Convoy on Telegram the other day. They are still going. They are still spreading the good message. They are still spreading the good word, and they're out there. And she sent $500. So we're going to be sending some of that, or maybe all of it, if Karen's meant to send all of it, to the, um, to the convoy. Thank you, Karen. God bless you. Heather Griffin, Francis Evers, Beth Be uh, Bem. Carrie Wilbur says, I'm doubling my month monthly donation for everything you do. I couldn't have got through the past year and a half without your show. You have brought me closer to God, and I'll be forever thankful. God bless you and your family. Den uh, Denise Montgomery, Rosal Rosalie Joy, Lara, Lara Harris, and Suzanne Sutton. God bless you all. Thank you for your help. Thank you for supporting the show. And I really appreciate uh, your guys, just your passion for the show. If you guys didn't have the passion for the show, I don't know if the show would exist. I actually, I know it wouldn't. A couple more shout-outs here if we can. Jumping over to Getter. The Getter chat has been off the chain lately, ladies and gentlemen. The Getter chat has literally been on fire. And a lot of new people are watching. Liberty Girl, God bless you. I appreciate you being here. Anna Taylor from Texas, Bev1958. Mary, Mary, Ann Taylor, how are you? Heidi Pfeiffer, good to see you. I can't share live videos or comment on Facebook for some reasons. I wonder why. Miguel Ortiz is watching. How you doing? And one more time, let's shoot over to Rumble here. We've got Heather Traeger. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. God bless you. I've seen somebody said happy birthday. I don't know if it's Heather Traeger's or if it's Heather Raddick. Heather Raddick says, um, sing happy birthday to Bill. His birthday is May 18th. Happy birthday to you, happy birthday to you, happy birthday dear Billy, happy birthday to you, happy birthday my friend, God bless. Uh, Patriot Cowgirl 1, I don't chat very much but love the show, I love you too, God bless and thank you. Look at that, you don't chat very much, you chat a little and you get a little, uh, you get uh, the response because I just happen to look down and see it. Claire, good to see you. Sharon, Carla Reynolds, and of course, a couple more here on Facebook. Troy, good to see you. Let's go, Liberty. Heather Raddick, and all of you guys watching on the Facebook LFA producer page. God bless. Now let's get to the Lord, shall we? Let's get to the Lord. We had a great, great verse of the day today. I think you guys are really going to like it. Verse of the day uh, was titled, Practice Makes Perfect. 
Practice makes perfect. Verse of the day comes from Philippians 4, 9. What you have learned and received and heard in me. Practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. What you have learned, received, and heard in me. Practice these things and God and the God of peace will be with you. Folks, it's not enough to hear or read the word of God or even to know it well. We must also put it into practice. How easy is it to listen to a sermon and then forget what the preacher said? How easy is it to read the Bible and not think about how to live differently? How easy it is to debate what a passage really means and not live out the actual meaning? Exposure to God's Word is not enough. It must lead you to obedience, and it must lead you to live a godly way and have compassion for others. We must look for opportunities to spread the gospel with more than just words. It's all about action, action, action. Action for Jesus. Put on the full armor of God today and be better than yesterday. Not just in your earthly ways, but more importantly in your spiritual ways. In Jesus' name we all pray. Amen. Let's go to the Lord now and say the Lord's Prayer before we get started on today's show. It's going to be a fiery great show. A lot of good news. A lot of, uh, lot of bad news, but still news. And uh, it's all stuff that we need. So please remove your hat as we go to the Lord now. From old to young, from skinny to fat, from tall to short, from black to white, from bald to with hair, let's all say the Lord's Prayer. Here we go. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever. Amen. Jeremy Trump won his West Virginia endorsement. Yes, he did. We're going to be talking a little bit about that today as well. But we do have to put our cups up, and you do have to get this Rumble link out as we have our first slurp of the day. Here we go. Mmm. Mmm, mmm, mmm. Coffee and me. I'll tell you what. If I never found Sabrina and I could marry coffee... I would have. Someone said the sound went out on Rumble. Maybe that's just you. It looks like everybody else is okay. Uh, we'll keep going here. First and foremost section of the day. Are you ready? We got to get into it, and it's a big one. Are you ready? I'm ready. Let's get ready to Rumble. Here we go. Is Joey Applesauce, the illegitimate president, resident, living in the United, uh, in the United States Capitol, living in the United States White House, is Joe Biden handing over U.S. sovereignty to the World Health Organization? Now, I know that this has been going around for some days now. I know that Steve Bannon really jumped all over this two days ago. I really wanted to dig into this, and I really wanted to see exactly what was going on before I chimed in on it. I just not had had the time up until last night and, to, and this morning to really dig into it. So ladies and gentlemen, let's dig into it. Before we do, somebody asked, did Haley win her Nebraska 12th district? No, she didn't. She lost by only 115 votes, folks. 115 votes. But here's the great thing. In that loss of only 115 votes, she actually beat out a major, major GOP good old boy rhino Republican. Swept him right out, so he's gone. Maybe God's move was to use her to get rid of him. Who knows? Long story short, she's got a big future ahead of her. We love her. She only lost by 115 votes, but we do love her. Okay, now, getting back to this. Is Biden handing over U.S. sovereignty to the WHO? Well, I want to take you through this real, very, very methodically, and I want you to listen to every word I'm saying, okay? 
and then we'll get into what we can do about it. On May 22nd through May 28th of this year, coming right up in what, just 11 days? Ultimate control over America's healthcare system and hence its national sovereignty will be delivered for a vote to the World Health Organization's governing legislative body, the World Health Assembly or the WHA. This threat is contained in new amendments to the WHO's international health regulations proposed by the Biden administration that are scheduled as provisional agenda item 16-2 at the upcoming conference. Now, before I go any further, I do want to remind you that Donald Trump knew that coronavirus was man-made. Donald Trump knew that this was the globalist's attempt to take over the world and get rid of the American military, get rid of the American dollar, get rid of the American borders, and ultimately get away from the American sovereignty that we do have enshrined in our Constitution. And I don't give a crap what Joey Applesauce, Mr. Corn Pop, wants to do on a world stage. Come to our borders and make us do that and see how that works out for you. Just always know you have a Second Amendment, you have a Constitution, and you have a God. And I don't care what Joey Applesauce says, nobody, nobody can override that. I just wanted to get that out there before I kept going. Now, even though Donald Trump got us out, Joey Applesauce put us back in. Anyway, let's keep going with this because it's important that you hear the facts. These amendments will empower the WHO's Director General... To declare, wait, hold on. How does Jeremy Sang go about asking someone one question to see if they are a rhino? Ask them if the election was stolen or not. That's pretty much it. These amendments will empower the Director General to declare health emergencies or crises in any nation and do so unilaterally and against the opposition of the target nation. This is 100% true. The Director General will be able to declare these health crises based merely on his personal opinion or consideration that there is a potential or possible threat to other nations. That part is kind of true, not fully. Not fully. I did go read it, and I'll show you where I read it. They do have to take into consideration all of these four steps before they make that decision. But yes, ultimately, it will be up to that one man to decide that or not. That is true. That part is true. If passed, the Biden administration's proposed amendments. Now, mind you, these amendments to change everything, this is coming from Joey Applesauce. You're not hearing anything from Ted Cruz about this. You're not hearing anything from Mitch McChina. You're not hearing anything from Kevin McCoward. You're not hearing anything from Steve Scalise. You're not hearing anything from Elise Stefanik. You're not hearing anything from Ronna McDonald. You're not hearing anything from anybody that's in a leadership position in the United States Republican Party. You have to ask yourself, why? Why? Because this could all be halted just like that. And it could be done with just like that. Because he does not have the constitutional authority to do this. He just doesn't. He just doesn't. It would need to go through legislation, meaning it would need to have 60 votes to pass. Long story short, it probably would because we have probably the most weak-spined cowards that occupy the Republican Party. That is why it's imperative that we wipe these folks out and purge them from our political system. All right? If passed, the Biden administration's proposed amendments will, by their very existence and their intention drastically compromise the independence and the sovereignty of the United States of America. The same threat looms, um, looms over all the United Nations 193 member nations, all of whom belong to the WHO and represent 99.44% of the world's population. These regulations are, bind, are a binding instrument of international law entered into force on June 15th of 2007, United Nations members states can be required by law to obey or suffer the consequences. Now, how much time do we have to stop the amendments? The contents of the proposed amendments were not made public until April 12th, leaving little time to protest before the scheduled vote. As noted, the amendments are scheduled and almost certainly will be enacted May 28th through May, or May 22nd through May 28th. 
the existing WHO regulations then provide for an 18-month grace period during which a nation may withdraw its yes vote for amendments. But the current proposed amendments would reduce that opportunity to six months, meaning that if this goes through in May of this year, we only have six months to say no. If the U.S.-sponsored amendments are passed, a majority of the nations could, in the next six months, change their individual votes and reverse the, uh, the approval. But this is a much more difficult proposition than stopping the whole process right now. We must act now to prevent the passage of the amendments, including putting sufficient pressure on the United States to withdraw them from consideration. If that fails and the amendments are approved at the May meeting, the WHO governing body, we must then make the effort to influence a majority of the nations to change their votes to no. Folks, somebody just asked how we stop this. The only way that you and I are going to stop this is by, and I'm not saying we're going to do this, I'm saying this is my opinion. If the Republican Party and the leadership that is the Republican Party does not stand up to this and do something about it now, then the only other way we stop this is by the use of the Second Amendment and by the duty and the obligation we have as the United States sovereign citizen to protect our borders from all enemies, foreign or domestic, no matter what. Unfortunately, I'm not an elected official. Unfortunately, I don't have a militia. But there are elected officials out there that we have contact with. There are militia members out there that some of us know. It is time to do exactly what Thomas Hamaker said in his post on Facebook just now and said, say when. Say when. I'm right there with you. I cannot lead the world effort against this. There are many people far more qualified and have far more resources than Jeremy Harrell alive from America that can use those resources and use those numbers or whatever it is that they have or that power that they have to stop this. I can't do it. My job is merely to inform you that it's real, it's happening, and sooner or later, folks, we're going to have to stop relying on the people that we have voted in office to do anything for us because nobody is here to save us. Nobody. Jeremy, are we even going to make it till November? It's a good question. It's a good question. Nobody knows the future but God. You know your job. I know my job. Our job is to do that to the best of our ability and make something happen, Captain. Now, until then, call your representatives. Call your senators. Go to their offices. Here's what you can do. So many people are out there clamoring and asking, what can we do? I have a group of 10 people. I have a group of 20 people. I have a group of 50 people. I belong to a group of 100 people in my state that are looking for action items. You want action items? Get a group of people and go to your Senate. Go to your state Senate building. Go to your, uh, your state house building. And stand outside the doors of these people, Democrat or Republican, and scream to the top of your lungs to do something about it and stop it now. And record all of it. I'm about ready to gear up to do a lot here in the state of New Hampshire with running for state rep. And that is going to actually include me doing some of these very uncomfortable but very necessary things to fight for our country. Now somebody asked me, when you become, if you become a state rep, how is that going to affect life from America? The only way that will affect life from America and what I do and what I say is that when we are in session, I will have to miss those shows or do the shows from uh, Concord, New Hampshire, if I can. But that's it. Uh, here we go. Uh, Jules says, I have 4,000. Let's do this. Jules, I'm with you. I'm with you. I'm going to be speaking a lot more with you in the next coming weeks as we gear up for my campaign. Unfortunately, I have so many massive things going on at one time, I can only give... 100% of att attention to one thing at a time. So I am spread thin. Yes, I do have great people like my wife and my producer to help. Yes, but it's not enough. We need more. We need more awareness, and that's why I ask for the shares. Because if I ask for the shares and the shares get out there to the right people, we might just reach somebody. We might just reach somebody out there who can say, hey, I got you. I got resources and people. Let's do this. 
What is the name of this amendment so I can make calls? Well, it is an amendment to the WHO's international regulations on how to deal with World Health Organization problems like, like coronavirus. Now you understand why coronavirus was pushed so heavy and why even though it was just the tiniest bit of a flu that really bothered hardly anybody that killed not even a quarter of the people that they say it did, that is why they used that so they could do all of this. The provisional agenda item is 16-2, ladies and gentlemen. 16-2. Now, before we go any further, I want to remind you that Donald Trump pulled us out of the WHO. The Trump administration notified Congress and the United States that the, it is formally withdrawing from the W Health Organization and was supposed to be out completely by July of 2021. It was supposed to be out completely by July of 2021. But as soon as Joey Applesauce plopped his dried up, rotten fruited looking butt into that seat on January 20th, he put us right back in. So now you understand the agenda, folks. Being part of the WHO was, was far more, far more than anybody knew. Far more than anybody knew except for Donald Trump. Now I kind of wish... I kind of wish Trump would have been more forceful on that. It wouldn't have mattered anyway because um, old Joey would have put us right back in there. He would have put us right back in there. But I want to take you to the documents, if I can. The actual documents and where this says this is happening. Um, let me just see if I can make it so you guys can see it a little bit better. Let's go right here. Here it is. I went and searched and got this this morning. Right here. All of this right here. The interim IHR draft empowers WHO to determine independently whether an event constitutes a public health emergency of international concern, Articles 9.1. This proposal increases the WHO's power vis-a-vis -vis its members because it authorizes WHO to make judgments about events transpiring in the territories of its members. That means within the United States of America, where we live. Again, nothing approaching this proposal appeared in the IHR or the earlier international sanitary conventions. This is all happening now. So folks, um, matter of fact, I'm going to take this link right now. Let me copy this link. And I am going to send this link right now while we are on air and on live. I'm going to send this to my producer so that he can post this everywhere for you guys right now. Eli, I'm sending it to LFA producer. And he is going to post this link for you guys to read because it's very in-depth. It's very intense. Yes, it contains language that is absolutely ridiculous and unnecessary for all of us to have to read. But it's there. Eli... Blast that out to the moon, baby. Get it out there to everybody. Let them have this link. This is the actual, this is the actual WHO link to everything that they're proposing to do that day. Everything. Not just what we're talking about, but everything else. Thank you, Victoria. God bless you. Jeremy, how will the military side on this? Well, folks, the military is the Pentagon. The Pentagon is is the swamp. So I'll let you, I'll lead you to uh, I'll lead you to make that decision on what you think is going to happen. Now I do want to move on from this because there's much more to cover and I and we got to get to it all folks. I apologize and I'm sorry, but there's more news to cover and I just wanted to, people have been clamoring for me to cover this. So I did and there you go. Sounds like we got a troll and rumble. Good. Welcome. Welcome. Um, under the big bridge dweller. Look, we're not here to hate. We're not here to call you names. If you're a troll, that's only because we, you disagree with what we're saying. We have, uh, we have welcomed trolls before. We have had a wide open arms for trolls before. And you're no different. Thank you for being here on Live from America, number one. Number two, thank you for the view. Number three, thank you for your undivided attention. Because it's good that you're here learning something. It is very good that you're here learning something. We love you. God bless you. Jesus loves you. And that's all that matters. Now moving on to something else that this person probably loves. The House, last night, passed another $40 billion of financial war aid 
to you guessed it, ladies and gentlemen, those dirty, crooked, scummy Ukrainians that are in power over the people in Ukraine. And the crazy thing about it is, is it passed uh, uh, 368 to 57. 358, 68, excuse me, to 57. Now I'll ask you, are there only 57 Republicans in the House? Nope. Nope. So what does that mean? Well, that means literally 149 Republicans voted in support of this war package while you and I pay $5 a gallon of gas. While you and I are suffering from electricity shortages, baby formula shortages, empty shelves, dwindling dollar, spied on constantly, labeled terrorists, but yet we're going to send $40 billion more to Ukraine and 149 Republicans voted for it. Sickening, disgusting, and unacceptable. Now here is uh, punch drunk Nancy Pelosi, stretch face Armstrong, actually talking about why we need to send 40 more billion dollars to Ukraine. Anyway, that, ladies and gentlemen, was speaking in the language of Nancy Pelosi. But here she is in real life. Not that you want to hear that, but either way, here it is. Oh, you blasphemer. She literally just quoted the Gospel of Matthew. When I was hungry, you fed me. Well, if that's the case, Nancy Pelosi, then why is there still world hunger? I don't think the Ukrainians are starving. Isn't that weird? The Ukrainians are not starving. You're giving them money for war. But really, let's just call a spade a spade here. You're giving them money so that you can funnel money through them and go right back to the pockets of you dirty swamp donkey politicians. That's what's really happening here. And i got to promise you right now, all of you people, that if it ever is in the cards for me to be in the United States government, whether it be House or whatever, if that's ever in my cards for me, you are going to see a very, very different beast. You think Marjorie Taylor Greene is a beast? You think Lauren Boebert, Madison Cawthorn, Matt Gates? You think they are beasts? No. You're going to see such a beast that they are going to create a law that keeps people from me from being elected. Playtime's over. Time to get the belt out. Time to give you a few licks. Anybody who grew up with actual parents understands what that means. Somebody's going to go, what do you mean? Do you mean you had to be child abused in order to have actual parents? No, calm down. Shut up. I'm so sick of the, you know what? Conservatives have become more snowflakes than snowflake liberals. I can tell you that right now. I can tell you that right now. Conservatives are so touchy these days. What do you mean by that? Oh, you didn't say in Jesus' name after your prayer. Ah, oh, the world is ending. Get a grip. Now, speaking of godless people like Nancy Pelosi, these godless, demonic baby killers, the baby killer squad, storming churches on Mother's Day, folks, that's just the beginning. That is just the beginning. Because we're now uncovering conversations between these godless baby killers and Mother's Day storming churches, that was just the beginning. It's actually going to happen a lot more. As the abortion debate and argument heats up, you better get ready to protect your churches, folks, because it's happening and it's, ha it's going to start happening everywhere. The globalist left are planning to unleash their baby-killing squad mobs on Catholic and evangelical churches nationwide throughout the March of, uh, month of May with Mother's Day being just the beginning of their calendar. 
It's going to start happening throughout the country. I hope they come to mind. This isn't being or this is being done to express anger over an anticipated ruling to overturn Roe v. Wade and all legalized abortion on a nation level, national level. An organization called Ruth Sent Us announced on their Twitter that it plans to disrupt Catholic and evangelical services starting on Mother's Day and throughout the month of May. Would not be surprised if this type of targeted action continues and even escalates through the summer and fall leading up to the midterm election of November 8, 2022. Take a look at the creepy videos, folks, that we've been sharing. Take a look at the creepy stuff that they've been saying. Now, we showed you a video last night of them going into the church with their dumb little red outfits on. And they think it's great. They think this is what, exactly what they need to do. This is what communists and Marxists do. First of all, they call themselves either democratic socialists or progressives, hiding under a name. And this is how they act. It's a calculated effort to rally the liberal socialist feminist, feminist LGBTQIA pedo troops ahead of an important election that they know they cannot win based on any merits or debate of facts. Instead, they pick an issue and they emotionalize it in the most dramatic way possible and they don't care who they hurt or what laws they break. Hoping to generate enough distraction or enough uh, pro of a problem and soak it up enough, enough uh, emotional energy as they can get to keep people's minds off of how miserable life is under this fraudulent Joey Applesauce corn pop regime. Because it is miserable right now for both the Republicans and the Democrats facing soaring inflation, shortages of basic items, rising crime, rising taxes, uh, southern invasion, uh, the border's invasion of our southern border. These are the tactics which radical progressive Democrats learned from Saul Alinsky in his book, Rules for Radicals, that Obama just loved. Alinsky dedicated his book to Lucifer, and in at least one interview he confided that if given a choice of spending eternity in heaven or hell, Saul Alinsky, who by the way is idolized by Barack Hussein Obama, said, and I quote, I'd pick hell. You don't have to pick hell, sir. You don't have to pick hell. You're already going there, whether you like it or not, or there, I should say. In waging their never-ending information war against the masses, Alinsky advised his fellow comrades to pick the target, freeze it, personalize it, and polarize it. Let me say those again, and if somebody's out there wants to get their stenographer fingers ready, here we go. Pick the target. Freeze the target. Polarize the target. I mean, personalize the target, and then polarize the target. That is the Marxist way. That's what you can expect to see happening in churches all over the country every Sunday from here through November. The target is then whacked mercilessly over the head, figuratively if not literally, with clever words, slogans, and dramatized propaganda like everybody wearing the same shirt paid for by the Democratic Party that they raised the money through Act Blue on the backs of Black Lives Matter pretending to care about black lives with a really just a Marxist group here to destroy the Western nucleus of the family. Did I get it right? My body, my choice. Unless it's for coronavirus shots. My body, my choice. Me too. All of these slogans, they're all meant to do one thing and that is polarize the nation. Folks, if we don't stand up to these people right now, they will run amok and there will be nothing that you and I will ever be able to do to stop it. It's time to put our money where our mouths is. It's time to walk the walk if we can talk the talk. And if we have to, to stop it from happening, bust some heads. Hey, if the left can actually get out there and do it, then I can say it. I am not afraid to say that I'm, I, I will get physical. If this came to my church and they were pushing their way through and there was no other way to stop it, Oh, somebody would be choked out real quick. Somebody would lose their uh, ability to breathe real fast. And some of them might uh, lose their ability to walk for the rest of their lives. Just saying. And again, I said if. So it is hypothetical. Not a threat. But if you want it to be, it can be. 
Folks, we are going to take this opportunity right now before we get to the next story. I hope you agree with me, by the way, because I know there's a lot of people out there that are about ready to bust some skulls as well. I'd like to take this opportunity real quick to thank our sponsor for the show, Anthem Software. Again, we've talked about this quite a lot, ladies and gentlemen, but there are a ton of you out there with small businesses. I know about 360 of you that watch the show that have your business on the American Strong Companies page. I got this for you guys. I chose this sponsor for you. I'm not just going to choose a sponsor to give me a little bit of extra money for the show unless it benefits you. So for all your small and large business growth needs, visit AnthemSoftware.com or call 855-269-9221. Let them know that you're from LFA. You will get some perks. You will get some free stuff. You will get some free advice. And you will get some free trial periods. Proud sponsor of Life from America, American strong companies of all sizes use Anthem software as a tool for growth. And I can tell you some people have already started using it. So if it's something that you need, if it's something that you think that they can help you with, give them a call or visit them and they'll be right there to help you. Okay, folks, one of my very favorite segments to do on the show is rhino hunting. So I think it's time to go rhino hunting. Do you all have your rhino permits? Do you all have your ammo? Are you locked and loaded? I know I am, so let's go ahead and do some rhino hunting. Here we go. We'll make you famous. Well, I don't think you can get any more famous than the rhino that we're going to be hunting today. You guys all know him. Boy, I, I got a new nickname for this guy. And this new this nickname for this, this new guy, or this new nickname for this guy is Flimsy Lindsay. We're going to call him Flimsy Lindsay. Flimsy Lindsay Graham. Now, folks, oh, poor Lindsay. Lindsay, we know how much you love Joe Biden. We've played videos of you talking about how Joe Biden is a great guy. But old flimsy Lindsey Graham pretends to be a Trump supporter, pretends to be a real conservative, but meanwhile he just goes like this every day, puts his finger in the air, oh, the wind is blowing this way, I guess I'll be a flimsy Lindsey and just go with whatever way the wind is blowing. Well, we've got some newly released audio on flimsy Lindsey, unfortunately, and you'll be able to hear, it's hard to hear, but I will turn it up as much as I can, Oh, Flimsy Lindsay, you're going to hear on this uh, audio that I'm about to play you of just how flimsy he is and just how much he actually loves Joe Biden. He will, you will hear him saying that the nation will unify under Biden, saying that he's maybe the best person, <laughs> the best person we have. He's literally saying that maybe the best person we have to unify this country is illegitimate corn pop himself, Joey Applesauce. Not lying, folks. Here you go. Sorry, South Carolina. Now, what he was talking about there at the end was Donald Trump. In the beginning, he was talking about, how can you be mad at Joe? He may be the best person to unify us. But then he goes on to talk about Trump, and he said he's misjudged the passion. Misjudged the passion? Oh, Flimsy Lindsay, I don't remember you getting 40 and 50,000 people at your rallies. Isn't that weird? He's misjudged the passion, said Flimsy Lindsay. Probably wearing a thong under his cheap suit. He plays the TV game and he went too far here. That rally didn't help. Talk about primarying Liz Cheney. What? What are we talking about here? Hold on here. I want to. He says, talk about primarying Liz Cheney. He created a sense of revenge. Uh, click kids, earmuffs. You're damn right he did. 
Oh, you're damn right he did. But here, I wouldn't even call it revenge, flimsy Lindsay. You might be right. Let's use the word avenge. Let's use the word avenge. Because we are going to avenge this nation. We are going to avenge this Republican Party, and we are going to rid this new Republican Party of the likes of flimsy Lindsey Graham, Mom Jeans Mitt Romney, yellow Teletubby Liz Cheney, and little action figure ankle-biting Adam Kinzinger. You're all gone! Better eat your, uh, eat your Wheaties, say your prayers, and eat your vitamins, because you're going to need them where you're going. Every time we see you in public, you're going to get berated, because you are nothing but liars, cheaters, thieves, and hypocrites. Oh, flimsy Lindsay, you know what he deserves? You know what it is, folks. You can already call it right now. Let's go ahead and give flimsy Lindsay what he deserves, and that is the Dumb Dumb Award of the Day. Dumb Dumb Award of the Day right into the rhino bucket or for flimsy Lindsay Graham. What a moron. Anyway, folks, I do want to take this opportunity to tell you if you want to watch 2,000 Mules absolutely for free, you have that right to do so, and you can go to my Telegram page. I posted the link yesterday. You can go to my Getter page. I posted the link yesterday by itself, and you can go to the LFA Facebook producer page because he's got it on there as well. I still wish you would stop insulting, says Bet Baldwin. Yeah, I wish a lot of things too, Bet. <laughs> Sometimes I just got to do what I got to do. You know what I mean? Now, let's get to West Virginia. And this is where Joe Manchin definitely better take notice because in West Virginia, Trump holds a lot of power and Trump endorsed West Virginian Representative Alex Mooney has defeated David McKinley in the West Virginia primary all because of the power of President Donald J. Trump. There he is. There's Mooney right there. Awesome. President, hey, Joe Man why do you think Joe Manchin's been tiptoeing like he has? Why do you think Joe Manchin has been literally being very careful about what he says and what he votes for? Because his career is absolutely over if he doesn't. Trump endorsed West Virginia Representative Alex Mooney defeated David McKinley in the state primary last night. This is another victory for President Trump, who went 55-0 last week in Ohio and Indiana. Representative Alex Mooney was forced to square up against fellow Republican Representative David McKinley after West Virginia lost one of its House seats as a direct result of the reapportionment following 2020 U.S. Census. Mooney's uh, win once again demonstrates how crucial former President Donald J. Trump's backing is and can be and will continue to be in the Republican primaries. West Virginia is holding congressional and state legislative primaries all throughout uh, Tuesday, including, this was last night, including the first primary election of 2020 midterms who, uh, where two members of Congress are competing against each other head-to-head. -head. Mooney was leading the night with 77% of the vote counted. McKinley voted for the commission to investigate the 2021 D.C. protests. He also voted for the infrastructure bill. Wah, wah. Alex Mooney ended up crushing David McKinley. And again, that is the power of a President Donald Trump endorsement. Jen, you're doing an awesome job. Stay loud about everything that I say. Yeah, exactly. Hey, look, I'm going to tell you what. A lot of people have sent me letters lately. I've gotten literal letters, thick, almost like hard copy books, telling me about everything that I'm doing wrong. Yesterday, I got this long, Eli, will you give me the letter? Will you give me the letter that's typed out there on my desk? Like the hard copy, full-length letter about telling me how terrible I am and how bad I'm doing, but they love the show. Yeah, that one. Let me have that. I'm going to put some people on blast here for a minute. People are about ready to get ticked off about this. Roland Van Liu from Chelmsford, Massachusetts. No wonder I got this message from you. I'm congratulating you. I'm writing you to congratulate you on your excellent program and informative analysis of the threats to our republic. Blah, 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 blah. That's all nice. Puff me up and then tear me down. Now, I want you to see this. This is a full-typed letter telling me about how my stance on abortion is wrong and that it is not a murder to kill a baby. 
And that nowhere in the Bible does it talk about the, uh, how it's bad to have an abortion. And nowhere in the Bible does it talk about murdering babies. He said, as a matter of fact, in the Old Testament in Leviticus, it said that you are to pay a fine if you kill a woman that's pregnant with a baby. But uh, uh, paying a fine is, is, is hardly comparable to calling somebody a murderer. Then went on to tell me how much I need to change and change my show. But I'm going to just let all of you know right now, and I don't care who's watching or who gets pissed. You ready for this? This is my show. My show. And the people that fund this show, this is their show. Now, if you don't want to be part of this show, then kindly, kindly remove your dollars from sponsoring and supporting this show and do what we used to say back in the streets and kick rocks. Okay? I will gladly have a debate with anybody, anywhere, for anything. And if I'm wrong, I will say, you know what, I'm wrong about that. It's actually happened right here on this show many times. But I'm going to tell you something right now. Abortion is murder. If you kill a baby, you murder a human being, period. And you want to know how I know it says that, even though it doesn't say abortion in the book that we live by? Because every single blessing that we get from God is a blessing from God, and he calls children a blessing. A child is a blessing to you. And the only reason it doesn't say abortion in the Bible, ladies and gentlemen, is because there was not a mass narrative and a mass agenda to kill massive amounts of babies back then. And the only time it does talk about doing that is when uh, Herod sent his guards and his soldiers to kill every baby under two. And if you read that, it makes you want to puke. So the next person that tells me I'm doing this wrong or doing that wrong, I'm not going to correct you. Just don't watch the show. I'm walking the narrow path. You go walk the wide path. I'm not saying I'm sick and tired of constructive criticism, I'll take that all day long. But if you were to read that entire letter in whole, you'd be like, are you kidding me right now? How much time, Roland Van Liu, how much time did you waste out of your life writing this letter? That's what I want to know. How much time did you waste out of your life writing this letter? Oh, do the old Nancy Pelosi. There you go. Now, let's get something, let's get back to something that actually matters. Ben Berkwam. What Ben Berkwam has done on the border and what he continues to do, bringing us the truth of the border, is not only just courageous and is not only just brave on his part. What Ben Berkwam is doing on the border will actually change the world and it will eventually hold the people accountable who did what the, these people are doing. I want to play a video for you. It's about seven minutes long. But it's the latest video from Ben Berkwam, and you guys need to see it. He is with the Uvalde Sheriff, and he's going on a ride-along. Okay? This is very important for you to see. And this is why we need to keep Ben Berkwam in our prayers. And this is why we need to keep Ben Berkwam's stuff circulating around the world so everybody can see the kind of danger that not only he is in, but the people of Uvalde and every one of us in this United States are in right now. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Ben Berkwam, check this out.
So, folks, you can see right there, you can see what these sheriffs are dealing with. Now, sheriffs have a lot of power, and I wish sheriffs would exercise that power a little bit more. Um, but they do have a lot of power to stop this. Now, here is, uh, here's what I want. I want to see a massive rally. And only, the only person that can pull a rally like this is President Trump. I'd like to see a massive rally on the border, literally with the border in sight where they cross the most. I would love to see a rally down there. You guys want to see a very entertaining Trump rally? Let's have a ra let's have a rally where Ben does all of his uh, reporting. That would be huge. That would be epic. So let's hope it happens. Now, um, I want to talk about that letter that I just ripped up real quick. I'm starting to see some comments where like differences of opinion is what makes us great. Look, we all have differences of opinions. I take your guys' difference of opinions every day. It's not that. It's the ones that you know Satan is using to stop what we're doing. That's what it is. That's what I'm talking about. It's the people that Satan uses to try to divide us, divide Christianity, uh, Christians from each other, divide this congregation, to, 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 to derail us and send us on another path. Those are the people I'm talking about. Those are the people that I'm talking about. And I don't care about what those people have to say. I want you to know, I'm going to continue to do the show how I do the show. Because I'm not doing the show for my, for my benefit. I'm not doing the show for the people who hate me's benefit. I'm doing it for the people who need to hear the gospel and the truth. Every single day. And this person in here, Cesar Cesar, the racist troll that's in here, I wonder how many people you have helped today. That's what you need to think about. That person who spent that time writing that letter, I would like to know how many people you prayed to God uh, to, to, to help to that day. Because if you're not helping other people and your only joy is to tear other people down who are engaged in trying to help other people, then I think that you need to take a long look in the mirror, drop to your knees, and ask for forgiveness. Now, we're here for you. Look what happened to Freddie. Look at Freddie Durf. Look at, what, look at the transformation that happened with him. We're not here to hate you. We're not here to tell you that you are an idiot for having a difference of opinion, even if Satan is using you to tear down what we're trying to do here. We're here to tell you we're going that way. We have a very limited path to walk on. You're either in the way or you're following with us. If you're not one of those two, then you're going to get ran over. We don't care what you have to say. That is what I'm talking about. There's a very big difference between what I just said and what a lot of you think that I said. All right? That's the kind of courage that I want to give you. Do not be swayed. 
if you know you're on the right path, if you know that you're on the path that God has instructed you to be on, and you know that you are doing this for the good of others, then do not let anybody tell you that you're doing wrong. Okay? It's very important. Now, I want to show a picture before we leave today uh, from Amanda Collins. Now, Amanda Collins shared this on her Instagram page, but I'd like to go show this for you real quick. She just showed you what she got in the mail. She ordered an Armor of God t-shirt from us, but she showed that she got the Swamp Donkey sticker, the I Did That Biden sticker, the Dum Dum and the Smarty, and a lot of the times you'll get personalized notes as well. If you order something from our store, JeremyHarrell.com, you're always going to get more than your order because it's, it's about being a personalized order. So sometimes you might get a note, sometimes you might get a card or, or whatever. But just know that we're always, we're always thinking of you guys when we're packing up each and every order. We still do have deals going on at JeremyHerald.com. And just make sure you guys uh, visit this site right here, BraveAmerican.com. Look at all this great, beautiful metal art they got. They've got wood art too. Use the promo code LFA and let's have all boats rise together, folks. That's going to do it for tonight or today's show. We got Mike Lindell coming on tomorrow. I hope you guys will be here for that. Mike Lindell coming on tomorrow day. And uh, Judge Joe uh, Joseph Wood coming on tonight. So I hope you guys don't miss those shows. They're going to be great shows. And I just want to say, guys, thank you again for everything. Thank you for supporting me. Those who want to uh, continue this fight, I'm glad you're here. Those who don't, I'm glad you were here. Hopefully you make it back. There are right ways and there are wrong ways. But there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. I'll see you guys tonight at 5 p.m. for more Live from America. Until then, keep a smile on your face, keep your families close, and spread the gospel. And pray for Caesar and everybody else who hates my guts and yours. God bless you guys. See you later. <clears throat> oh, nope, wrong one. Hey, you know what we did? There we go. We just screwed up. We're supposed to play the show outro, not the show intro. Let's play that. There it is. See you later, guys.